going to do something very interesting this morning. We're going to transition from one series into another. Uh, One of the things that I really feel like the Lord is saying is that um, we really need to, uh, for want of a better word, go over the Bible once again. Amen. And so I'm going to do a Bible survey in six weeks, the entire Bible, because where where you're heading is going to be so mind-boggling that you really need to make sure that you are following the map for where God wants to take you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so um, I'm going to ask you to take out your uh, if you have a if you have a f- phone that records audio, I want you to take it out right now because we're gonna show you how to memorize the scripture in 80 seconds. 80 seconds, which means that if you listen to this for five minutes a day, you will have heard the books of the Bible. 21 times, which would make it easy for you to memorize the scriptures. Now, uh, first of all, is anybody here who was 12 and under, I need one person, who, who knows all 66 books of the Bible? You're 12 and under. Don't, don't. Okay. All right, good. Okay. So now you're going to know. So who, next, so so understand, next week, if you're 12 and under, I'm going to pick about two people if you me, to see if you memorize it and it pays to know the word. Okay? Okay, so you ready? Anybody got to? Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I should have known. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, Samuel, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, um, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Michael, Nahum, uh, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. Um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, um, Romans, 1st, 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, 1st and 2nd Colossians, um, Romans, oh, I said that already, uh, Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, um, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st, 2nd, 3rd Johns, Jude, and Revelation. Okay. 
Very good. Very good. You got a little tripped up there, but good job, Evan. It's my man. Amen. Okay, you ready? I'm going to do it slow. Here we go. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Are you ready? You're you going to hit me? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, go. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Joshua, Judges, Ruth. First and second, Samuel. First and second, Kings. First and second, Chronicles. Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, and Job. Psalm, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. Song of Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi, Malachi, New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, and Romans, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy and Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter, John 1, 2, 3, and Jude, and Revelations. Okay, so, uh, just... I think that took about 80 seconds, maybe 85-ish. Okay, huh? Okay, good, minute 18. All right, good. So, just play that over and over. Repetition is the art of learning, and you will get it. Praise the Lord. Uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 to 26 to 28. Exodus chapter 19, verse 5 and 6. And... Numbers chapter 14, verse 21. Then God said, let us make man, or let us make human beings in our image. This is the New Living Translation. To be like us, they will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his image, in his own image, in the image of God. He created them male and female. He created them. He created them. Then God blessed them. He created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Exodus chapter 19 verse 5. New Living Translation. Now, if you will obey me and keep my covenant, you will be my own special treasure from among all the peoples of the earth. For all the earth belongs to me, and I will be, I'm sorry, and you will be my kingdom of priests, my holy nations. Numbers chapter 14, verse 21, New King King Version. New King James Version, but as surely as I live, the whole earth or the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord or the Lord's glory. As surely as I live, the earth is filled with the glory of the the Lord or the Lord's glory. I want to talk to you about um, the destiny of man. 
I want to end with one series. We're talking about what is a man of God. I want to talk about the destiny of man. And then we want to start going over a Bible survey. And, and hopefully by the end, it'll help you to understand the Bible. We've been going over um, using this book, 30 Days to Understanding uh, the Bible. Who doesn't have this book? And who would want it? Who doesn't have it? Who would want it? Okay, nobody wants it. Uh, okay, I see you were the first to raise your hand, so you have it. Very good. Now, uh, so uh, this, this, um, Max Anders says this, that the destiny of man is that men are humans will live forever in heaven, which is eternal enjoyment, or in hell, which is eternal agony. Um, as I said last week, no, the week before, we are going to have a body. No, I know you may think that we're going to be spirits forever, but we're going to have a body. We're going to ha have a body in heaven our body in hell, but we're going to have a body that's going to either enjoy God forever or agonize in hell. The Westminster Catechism written in the 1600s says this, and I love this term. It says, what is the chief end, or the chief destiny of man? The chief destiny of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Amen. We were created to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And so God has provided a map. God has provided a map for us to reach or discover our destiny. And uh, this map is called the Bible. This is a map to God's destination. Are you hearing me so far? The word Bible is simply a Greek word that means the book. It is the book. This Bible, as you know, has two parts. It has an old part and a new part. Are you with me so far? Uh, these two parts of the Bible are called are called, I call this, uh, uh, this, the, these two parts, uh, uh, ways that God wants us to act. This book has the ways that God wants us to act. And thus, I use the acronym ACT because this is the old agreement, new agreement. This is the old covenant and the new, or the new covenant. Are you with me? It is not it is not a contract. It's a covenant. Mm, let me get back to that. And then T, Old Testament, New Testament. This book is the way God wants man to act. It is not a contract. It is a covenant. And I'm, I praise God for that. Because a contract is... If I were to rent an apartment from Elder Anita, the contract would be 
She does her part. I do my part. Are you with me? I mean, in other words, when I pay her rent, that's my part. Her part is she gives me the apartment. But that's not what this is. This is not a contract where I do my part, God does his. It is a covenant. A covenant as this wonderful couple who's been married about, I don't know, nine months, I guess. Okay. And so you entered not into a contract, but a covenant. What does that mean? You made promises, Kendall, to do things for Yolanda, whether she reciprocates or not. Turn to somebody saying, you're blessed whether you do anything or not. See, that's why, see, this is covenant. When we were enemies, God still sent his son to die for us. That's covenant. Watch this. You cannot do anything more to make God love you more. The only reason you're the, the only reason you need to act right is because you're going to reap what you sow. It's just like if I punish my children, I don't love them any less when I punish them. I my daughter, you know, watching her uh, dance and knowing what she's gone through, and you know, and tears are coming to my eyes, but I don't love her anymore because she was on the stage. So that's covenant. And, and somebody needs to know, some of you need to get off of the performance track. Well, if I fast more, if I give more, then God will be pleased more. No, God loves you. He, he, God loves you. He can't love you any more than he already loves you. When you were a sinner, he loved you. Is, is this making sense? Turn your neighbor and say, get off the performance track. You know, stop beating yourself. As a matter of fact, if you're on a performance track, you, you're, really, you're really doing it for you and not God. That's a contractual mind. Well, God, if I fast 20 days, then you'll bless me. No, he's going to bless you whether you fast or not. Mm. Someone needed to hear that. There's 66 books in this Bible. 39 in the old act. 27 in the new act. Are you with me so far? The Bible is authored by God. God is the author. He is the director of this book. Second Timothy chapter three, verse 16, 15, 16 and 17. I need to read this because I love this scripture. You have been taught the Holy scriptures from childhood. This is Paul writing to his son in the gospel, Timothy. And they, that is these scriptures have given you the wisdom to receive salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All scripture. 
All scripture, even the ones that you don't read on your daily devotions. All scriptures, even Obadiah. All scriptures. Even Zephaniah. All scriptures. Even Hezekiah. All scriptures. That's not in the Bible. Just testing you all. All scriptures. All scriptures are inspired is inspired by God and is useful to teach us that teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. The scriptures help us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it uses scripture to prepare and equip his people to do every good Work So the scriptures were authored by God, but written by 37 different people. 28 people wrote the Old Testament and nine wrote the New. Most of them, of course, being the Apostle Paul. Now, this book that I just gave out, it, it divides the Bible into 12 eras or 12 periods. And we're going to go through all of them very quickly uh, over the next few weeks. But let me list them. They're probably down already. There's creation period, patriarch, exodus, conquest, period of the judges, period of the kingdom, nor the kings, period of exile, Babylon, period of return, Nehemiah and Ezra, Period of silence between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Period of the Gospels, Jesus Christ. Period of the church, Book of Acts. And period of mission. Those are the 12 periods. Creation, patriarchs, exodus, conquest, judges, kingdom, exile, return, silence, gospel, church, and mission. So the Bible starts with creation and ends with Mission. Therefore, we were created for mission. Amen. The word mission comes from a Latin word, meteo, mito, metere, missi, missum. From which we get our English word mission, which means to send. You were sent to planet Earth. You were sent to planet Earth. You weren't conceived. You were sent. You were just as sent to planet earth as Jesus. You weren't simply born. You were sent. You could have been born in the Sudan, but you were born in United States. You could have been born in Australia, but you were born in the continent of Africa. You were sent there. And that's why God was able to say to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1, before you were in your mother's womb, I called you. God is not trying to figure out what to do with you. There is already a plan and a purpose. That's how you ended up in Cambridge when you said there's no way I'll ever live in New England. 
That's why some of you, when you watch those, those movies about Christmas and, and your nice warm continent in the Caribbean or in Africa, and you're saying, oh, wow, someday I'd like to see snow. And now you're here and you say, why did I prophesy? Why did I, why did you hear that prayer, Lord? Mm. And you're trying to go, but you like singing that old Andre Krauss song. Take me back. Take me back. You were sent. It's imperative that you know that you were sent. You were not a mistake. You're sent with purpose and you're sent on mission. Mm. That's good news. We were created for mission. Now, the creation period, are you with me so far? The way to look at the creation period is there are 14 major characters. We're not going to go over them, but it'll help you to kind of go through the, uh, uh, the creation period. And the creation period is basically the book of Genesis. The word Genesis is a Greek word that simply means the beginning. So let me go over those 14 people very quickly. Of course, the main character is God. Number two, Adam, Eve, Satan, which is the serpent. Are you with me so far? Cain and Abel. I don't know if I got him up there on time. Uh, Noah, Abraham and Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, whose name gets turned to Israel. Judah, who gets the blessing of the firstborn. Are you with me? Judah is the fourth child, but he gets the firstborn's blessing. Are you, are you following me? And out of Judah comes David and Jesus. He is the lion of Judah, Jesus. Are you following me so far? And then Levi is very important because out of him comes the priest, the high priest. Of course, Moses is not a high priest, but his brother Aaron is. The Levites come out of Levi, and then Joseph is very important. And he gets doubly blessed because his sons, uh, Ephraim and Manasseh. Those are the, the 12. Anybody with me so far? And there should be a map that's next. Uh, Elder Reverend Earl showed this map. And basically, I, I want you to see this map because really, all, most, of, most of all the action in the Bible takes place in this area. Okay? So just keep that in mind. Believe it or not, I'm almost finished here. So we as humans were created to enjoy God forever. We were created to enjoy God forever. We were created to enjoy God forever. You were created. You were created. You were created to enjoy God forever. Now, what does that mean to enjoy God? Three things. 
that God has called us to. Three reasons why he created us. He created us for contentment. He created us for communion. And he created us to control. Contentment. God wants us to be content. If you are unsatisfied, if you are, if you're living in discontent, that is not what God has for you. He wants us to be content. How do I know that? Because he created man. Are you with me? And he took man and he didn't just take man and just created him on planet earth. Are you following me? He took man and he he first created a place called Eden. And then he put man in there. Eden means delight. Eden means pleasure. Eden means what? And Eden means so watch this. Eden means delight. So Psalm 37 verse 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I would say that's good contentment. He also talks about pleasure, sure to please. David says in Psalm 16 verse 11, you will show me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. You and I were created to be content. Amen. We're going to pause right there. We're going to release the Sunday school students and the teachers at this time. Declare with me, God wants me to be content. He wants me to be content. It is the devil who tricks us into thinking things would bring us contentment and they don't. Secondly, not only do I enjoy God through contentment, but I enjoy God through communion. We were created for communion. This, this is powerful. I got this revelation this morning and it struck me. Before, before man, Adam and Eve sinned, are you with me? Every day, every day, Every day, Adam had communion with God. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible said he would come down in the cool of the day. We mistake that to think it's evening. That word cool means breeze. It means, remember Jesus says, the wind blows where it wills. Remember that? 
John chapter 3. You don't know when it's coming or when it's going. And he says, that's how my spirit moves. So basically, during the day, Adam would sense the wind, the ruach, and, and, and he would say, oh, it's time to talk with God. Now, this is heavy. The wind comes down. And, and, and that's why the Bible talks in Acts chapter 2 that the, the Holy Spirit was like a what? Mighty what? Russian wind. So that's it's not, to say, it's not to say the Holy Spirit is a wind. He's like a wind. So watch this. God comes down. They eat of the tree. God comes down. And what happens when God comes down? What happens when God comes down? He comes down. He says, he says, Adam, where are you? In other words, when you look at the scriptures, it was God who missed the fellowship. Adam and Eve weren't in hiding saying, man, I miss God. They were, they were too busy, watch it, they were too busy consumed in their sin. It was God who came down and said, Adam, Adam, Adam. Watch this, because God himself, if, if I could put it this way, so don't, don't take it literally and get, and, and get all bent out of shape, but basically, God was saying, I need community. I need community. And, and so God, he, he, oh my Lord, he, he's basically saying, I, I need, I, I need you, Adam, to, to, to commune with me. I, I, I and, and there's only two people on planet earth who had God as their father. Jesus and Adam. The father comes down and says, where's, where's my son? We were created for communion. I wonder when we miss our times with the Lord if he's saying, Brian, where are you? Get out of your mind the mentality that I have to have that the only time I can meet is this you know, 10, 15, 20, 30, whatever, time of devotions, we call it. Those are important too. But how many of you like me you're on your job working on your report and all of a sudden the cool of the day hits you. And you're like, you, you have to turn that. Oh! And Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Are, are, are you on, you're just minding your business, you're on the train, 
but like everybody else, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit, you felt you feel his presence. Like, Are you listening? Of course, you're listening on your music, and all of a sudden, there is power in the name of Jesus. And you and 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 you're standing there. You're like, <laughs> oh, you're playing a shouting song while you're in your car. Can I get a witness? How many of you? I haven't. I don't think I've done this. But how many of you, it got so good that you stopped the car, got out of the car, did a dance, got back. Can I get a witness out there? See, 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 we seclude God and confine him to this little box. But the earth is the Lord's. Mm. Mm. And I think, I think when we do, when we, when we do a shundo, in public place, God's like, that's my boy. That's my girl. Give him some more. <laughs> Woo. Mm. I think that's just, that's just, we can pause right there and just bless him right now. I, I feel the, the cool of the Holy Spirit. Ah, uh, uh, they're not going to throw you out of your job if you lift up one hand, but keep the other hand on the keyboard. Come on, somebody ought to bless him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, when you're going through the shopping, uh, when you go to Star Market or Market Backers or whatever, and you're shopping with your cart. My God, when you feel the Holy Ghost, just go, hey, and just keep going. Mm. My God. God wants community. And then he says... He wants, if, if we're going to be in that place where, where we're satisfying God and pleasing God and content, uh, again, God uh, wants us to be content. He wants us to have communion, and he wants us to have control, can have control. Um, let me ask this question, make sure I ask it right. Um, anybody ever hear of Earth Hour? Why I see one person in the balcony, Earth Hour. You heard of Earth Hour? What's Earth Hour, Bio? Okay, okay. When was Earth? When was Earth Hour? Yesterday. Yeah, Earth Hour was yesterday. If you're really deep, what time? Earth Hour, huh? Well, very good. You smart people. 8.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. last night was Earth Hour. 170 countries took place, took, participated in Earth Hour. And what that meant is that you turn off your light, you turn off your energy, and and because you're basically saying uh, uh, man is kind of messing up the earth, and this is the one moment that the whole planet is saying we want to conserve.
Ooh, it's quiet in here. When God says control the earth, see, we, we limit it to control the earth. Okay, bring, oh, bring that Maserati right now in the name of Jesus. Control the earth. Yes, I want your house. You Jebusite, get out. No, control the earth also means take care of it. Mm. Mm. Now, I, uh, so 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 maybe the Lord, the the Lord, as much as you want a certain automobile, the Lord may say, you know, I'm I'm putting in your spirit a fiat. I rebuke you, devil. Get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> He says, control the earth. If, if we're go- we were created to glorify God, are you with me so far? We're here to glorify God and, 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 and to enjoy him forever. Then we have to control the earth. Now, controlling the earth also means we need to be, and this is my final point, Next to final point, we need to be wherever we go, we need to be the thermostat and not the thermometer. Your job should be a morning when they find out that you're leaving. They shouldn't be throwing a party saying, ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> okay, I, it's quiet in here. They, they, they shouldn't be saying to the new person, Ooh, glad you're here because the last person was here, oh my, oh my goodness. I'll just look at the clock. But when you, see, see, we sing that song. When you walk into the room, everything changes. That, that's how it should be with us. When we walk into a space, the presence of God should be so much on us that people simply say, I don't know what it is about you, but I love being around you. I don't know what it is about you, but I'm when I'm ready to, no, choke somebody. You just you bring a presence. Oh, it's quiet here. Are you a thermostat or are you a thermometer? Are you reacting to everything Donald Trump does like everybody else? Let me just look at the clock. Let me just look at the clock. Turn your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's talking about you. I saw you with that health care plan. I saw you with that health care plan. Like, like, oh, my God, is it going to pass? Oh, my God, is it going to pass? See, if, 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 if he is Jehovah Rofer in your life, then, you know, you already have your, you. When you, when you got saved, I said, when you got saved, your salvation came with a health plan. 
That's it. You're not as bad. It's not blue cross. It's red cross. It's the old Rutger cross. I just had a Honda right there. Mm, 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 mm. And so this contentment God gives us, these three C's we were created for, to, to enjoy God forever and to glorify him. We do this through being content, through communion. Are you with me? Through controlling. And it all comes through one C, the cross. The cross. The cross. And Jesus, you can, you can stand at this time. And what God is after. He sent Jesus so he can get our contentment back. So we can get our communion back. So we can get our control back. Mm. The Bible says that we have access into his presence through his blood. The Bible says that his blood in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14 frees our minds, our thinking from dead works so that we can serve the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, in your presence. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, praise team. I love, I love, I love your presence. Tell the Lord, I love, I love, I love your presence, I love, I love, I love you, Jesus, I love you, Jesus. I love, I love, I love your presence in the glory. blanket Lady Carmen was talking about. For my soul in the time of your
says in Psalm 22 verse 3 that God inhabits the praises of his people. He lives in praise. He, he breathes in prayers. I, I think Mark Battison said this that when God created Adam and put him in the garden called Eden. Are you with me so far? Eden was just a small spot on planet earth. Are you with me? And God's goal was for man to take what he was ordained to do in Eden and spread it throughout the entire world. And what the serpent did, he came in and said, let me stop this. Jesus came back so that we could spread the glory of the Lord throughout the whole earth. The whole earth is to be filled with the glory of the Lord. 